Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world today. This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. And as we record this episode on March the 23rd, 2020, I just want to remind you guys that you can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Um, yeah, it's, it's everywhere and anywhere, all the time, every day. I, that's pretty much our society right now. But, um, as I come to you today, um, just recording this under some, you know, really serious news out there. Um, if you and your family and your loved ones haven't heard, the world is now being gripped in what is known as a pandemic. Um, we are hearing words such as social distancing and flatten the curve or plank the curve and things of that nature. Um, this virus for the first I, I heard of it of uh, COVID-19 anyways um, when I first heard of it it was just after Christmas and I heard little rumblings coming in the news just from uh, a new I guess virus or uh, a disease that was coming out of um, out of China and supposedly it mimicked the flu it had a lot of the same properties and um, it took a while for you to act for the symptoms to actually show and by the time they did you may have sp spread it to numerous other people um, there's a lot of stuff to unpack with this, um, and I think the first thing I want to say is just want to give a big shout out, um, a big, you know, round of recognition to all of our front uh, nurse nursing staff out there, doctors, nurses, orderlies, um, triage, EMTs, um, ambulance workers, firefighters, policemen. Everybody out there, the, the real heroes, right? We hear that word tossed around a lot. We hear that word used in mixed company because of the fact that maybe you can hit a, hit a baseball or you have really good hands to get a puck to the back of a net. But the reality of it is when, when, when it's really crunch time, we count, we depend, and the choices of life and death rest in the hands of these brave men and women. So I just want to give them recognition. And if there's any way that you know any of us can reach out I have a lot of friends and family who are in the nursing as well as the medical field and so um, in the next couple of days try to figure out something we could do to you know lift their spirits maybe I don't know send uh, Tim Hortons you know um, gift package or something have it delivered over there um, to the hospital close to you or to the people that you know are facing this thing head on because it is frightening out there and um and this podcast is not to try to clear up any miss miss uh, perceptions out there, anything of that nature. I am not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I am not part of the World Health Organization or any of anything like that. Um, the biggest thing that I've seen over the last little bit is just how it pertains to not only society as a whole, but also the fitness industry. Um, I'm quite sure that a large majority of us who work out, who make fitness a part of our our lifestyle and our habits have seen a lot of gyms shutter their doors I believe it was on March the 16th before I went into my gym um, my day job I guess um, they sent us an email on Sunday night basically stating that you know due to the um, risks associated with this disease and how it can be spread um, they were gonna close their doors until further notice now at first people were saying these doors would be closed for like two weeks or so right so everybody was kind of like ah oh, it's just be I'll just be a little thing it's not gonna be that big don't worry about it but as the news started coming back and as you know um, the body bags and the fatalities and the just the news started coming out of places like um, Italy and China and um, 
and Germany and places like Spain and South Korea, we started to see a broader picture of how this was not going to be a two-week thing. This is not going to be something that would be over in a weekend, that we would have to brace ourselves for the long haul. And and I think there's um, there's just been a lot of a lot to unpack and to kind of digest over the last little bit how we went from zero to 60 and to be perfectly honest I was not paying that much attention to it I didn't give it too much of a care I was still going about my everyday life you know wash my hands as often as I could and making sure I wasn't licking any any toilets um, I don't know if you've been on YouTube but you've seen you've seen that the um, coronavirus challenge um, you know what and I'm not even gonna gonna go there but there's a reason why certain certain traits die off when certain species aren't around anymore I'll just leave it at that um, but unfortunately we had really no no inkling of what this might bring and to be totally honest with you it wasn't until I was watching television and um, I believe it was oh man it was the Utah Jazz um, versus oh my gosh who was it let me just see here it was the Utah Jazz, and they were playing. Uh, this was. Let me just see here. Uh, it was the Utah Jazz player. Um, his name is Rudy Gobert, and so um, yeah, Rudy Gobert basically um, was the first um, individual to, I guess, test positive for. Um, the coronavirus um, let me see hold on there I'll just get the date here um, so yeah so this was March the 12th uh, 2020 um, two Utah Jazz stars test positive for the coronavirus now it didn't say how they found it or how they got it I'm sorry not how they found it Nobody wants to find this, but how they got it and how they acquired it. But um, regardless of that, the um, NBA commissioner um, just decided, okay, you know what? We're 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 um, we're kibbutz in this whole thing. We are putting um, we're putting this on hold. And so the NBA on that same night basically scrapped all games. And there were, I believe, four games at that point um, that were scheduled to be played. And in the middle of, I believe, the game with the OKC and the Houston Rockets, if I'm not mistaken, they just came out and said, yeah, yeah, we're, we're done. And so the next day was the NHL. Uh, the NHL, Gary Bettman, uh, the commissioner for the NHL, basically said, okay, we're scrapping this. Um, and that's when I really started to take pay attention. That's when I really stood up and, stood up and took notice. Because first of all, here we had uh, professional athletes. These are supposed to be our Adonises, our gladiators, if you will. They are the healthiest, the best of the best, the fit of the fit. And they tested positive for it. And that same night, I remember watching the news and hearing that Tom Hanks and his wife, who were vacationing abroad, actually had the, the disease as well, had come down with it, and they were in self-quarantine. Now, to put this into perspective, every team that had played the Utah Jazz within the last week, all the team was susceptible because when you're playing basketball, you're checking, you're sweating, you're in close physical contact with another human being. And all the bodily fluids that are coming out, out of you from spit to sweat to blood sometimes, um, 
could be transferable if you, you know, touch that person and, and then place, you know, your, your fingers, scratch your eyes. Um, if the sweat rolls into your mouth or, you know, um, into your nose, you inhale it or things of that nature. So two players tested positive. Um, it was Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And they've been in self-quarantine since the uh, middle of this month. Um, hopefully they're going to make uh, a speedy recovery. But also Tom Hanks and his wife, they're vacationing. And it was at that point I realized, okay, this is serious. Um, I need to take it more seriously. And it was throughout that week that um, we received a few emails, long emails from our gym. Uh, one of the gyms that I, I work at here in Edmonton, um, Alberta. And they basically said, look, we're on high notice. We are going to be washing, scrubbing everything down. Minimize your contact with uh, the clientele. Don't shake their hands. Don't um, lick their faces. No, I'm just kidding. We weren't licking their faces. But um, although some members, they get freaky. But anyways, um, yeah, just to keep your distance and to practice real, you know, hygiene, which is something that I'm teaching my daughter, who's three. But for whatever reason, we in society, when we get a little bit older, tend to forget that kind of thing. And so, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, that, that's what kind of woke me up a little bit and started that little bit of panic in the back of your neck where you're like, okay, I don't want to go out and binge, um, buy or hoard a whole bunch of toilet paper from Costco and, um, you know, get all the baked beans and get the shotgun out the backyard and everything else. But it, it started me thinking, okay, you know what, maybe I need to maybe purchase a little bit more, you know? Not too much more, but, you know, get some extra soap. Instead of, I'd normally buy one bottle, get two or three, you know. Have enough in your home for two weeks. And then I started doing a lot of reading. And does anybody knows if you ever become sick or ill and you, you feel like, ah, something isn't right, you start to self-diagnose. Do not go on Google. Do not go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I fell down the, basically, the electronic um, wormhole, if you would, the rabbit hole. And I came out with severe anxiety and worry and you know just being frightened for my own safety the f safety of my children and and my significant other and even my cat for crying out loud and it got to the point where i had to um because i've started meditating over the last year um year and a half as well as um you know sitting still mindfulness um you know practicing deep breathing like Wim Hof um which is something that uh will probably we'll put a lot of this stuff um into the um liner notes here so you can kind of help you know help yourself get um things of that nature but um yeah it's it's interesting what happens when you buy into the herd mentality the um the idea that okay I'm not gonna lose it and jump off the ledge here but everybody else is panicking i don't want to be left behind I, I remember talking to a lot of people who were who would just go to the store to buy toilet paper and they would be like okay hey, i need to buy some toilet paper i don't want to look like the nut job who's um who's hoard, hoarding and and by the way just 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 a little segue here when people hoard and when people buy more than they need for three four five six months this isn't a typhoon this is not a um a uh, like a hurricane this is something that we will have to not only live with but live around until we can find a vaccination until we can find until the spread stops until there is less community spread if i'm not if if i'm not misspeaking here or misquoting um some of the specialists i've been listening to so we're going to have to leave our homes right now unless you 
live out on a farm or you're already living in isolation like a Mennonite or a Hutterite or you know or some sort of colony where you don't let anybody in and nobody goes out and you're kind of self-contained then you're fine the world will spin on for for you regardless but for the rest of us that are in um you know are in everyday life and we're out there and we're living our lives you know there are certain things that we can we can do to kind of limit our susceptibility to get this um this this illness um, one of the saddest things that I'm hearing out there is just a lot of, it's not just the spread of this disease, but it's the spread of the misinformation. Um, with it, with every crisis, you're going to see the best and the worst come out of people. You're going to see people help their neighbor. You're going to see people who are going shopping saying, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going out. Let me check on my parents, see what they're up to. Um, maybe I could pick something up for them. Anybody that you know that is, um, has some immune issues, maybe people recovering from cancer or um, any, or a little bit older or they're really, really young. Or if, you know, you know, things of that nature, you might look out for them and say, Hey man, let me, let me see if I could, you know, or give a call to the people that, you know, just to see how they're doing things of that nature. And then you're going to see the worst. Um, we have seen a rise in, um, as they're calling it the COVID, um, crimes, um, basically. So people are using this to basically try to fleece people. Um, criminal enforcement and the imperial fate of people in our society right now. That There are segments of our society that are feeling its impact. And trust me, the criminal underworld has no qualms about trying to rip people off. Um, about trying to take advantage of the fact that we have to live with certain terms such as um, social distancing and things of that nature. I mean, there, there, it's some scary times out there. We've got widespread layoffs. We've got the stock market, stock market in turmoil. Um, anybody that knows me that knows that I love financial literacy will kind of roll their eyes when I, when I say that stock market turmoil, uh, the nightmare scenario of hospitals being overrun. It's, it's massive and it is felt like a ripple effect all throughout. And just as the elderly and those with underlying health conditions are particularly vulnerable and its effects, so are those who have the extreme misfortune of finding themselves in the criminal justice system as the virus races. So we've got people who are in the courthouses right now, who are in the jails and prisons, um, who, if this spreads to the correctional population, things of that nature, it could be devastating. But also to the people who are running scams. Right now we're hearing about people who are calling, who are sending out phone messages, convincing people, hey, you know what, we've got, we've, we have some tests or we have some of uh, the um, coronavirus, um, like, you know, kits that we can test for you. And if you just, if you send us your credit card information or, you know, cash or whatever, send it to this address, elect electronic transfer, we will send this to you. And people in panics, people when there is in times of war and times of famine will do things that you would never think of, right? come hook or crook people will turn on their brother right and it you got to be some three levels of like a toilet brush you know to in a walmart bathroom to actually think of this sort of thing that you would rip people off at their most vulnerable and trust me those people will get theirs okay rest assured karma is a mother and you're going to get what you what's coming to you but for those folks who are really scared really frightened um it's very easy to be taken advantage of when you aren't thinking straight and so 
On this podcast, we just want to talk about some of the things that we can do to kind of alleviate a lot of the stress, a lot of the things that you can do, because there's the things that you can control and the things that you can't. So right now, what we want to do is just focus on the things we can control. And the things that you can control is stopping the spread. So I am here on the Canadian, the Government of Canada's website, uh, Government of Canada, Canada Canada.ca. Um, It is the coronavirus disease, COVID-19, prevention and risks. And so what they're talking about is just how we can stop the spread of this sort of thing. So it is caused from infections of the nose, the throat, and the lungs. It's most commonly spread through the infected person through respiratory droplets, so generated when you cough or sneeze. Close, prolonged personal contact, such as touching, handshaking, or something even more freaky, um, touching something with the virus on it. So um, if you touch, maybe if somebody sneezes on a counter, or on a handle or on a like on a um on let's see a debit sort of like you know machine or whatever and then you touch it and then you touch your mouth your eyes before washing your hands and so current evidence suggests person to person spread is is a, is efficient um when there is close contact so what we want to do is prevent it as best we can we can't go back in time and sound the alarm for the World Health Organization and tell them that this disease is coming out of, um, where did it originate from? Coming out of, let me see, Uh coming out of a small township, let me see. In China, um, the, it was identified in the place called Wuhan, uh, the capital of Hubeibia. I hope I pronounced that right. I probably butchered it. And has since spread globally, resulting in the 2019-2020 coronavirus pandemic. So, some of these symptoms um, are really horrible, and you do not want them. I would basically refer to it as the flu on steroids. And um, it is it is not pretty. It is something that you do not want to tangle with. It is like that person in the schoolyard where you're like, I don't want it with him. I'm going to leave that man alone. There's something wrong with him. And this thing is, it's spreading like wildfire out there. So the best thing we can do is prevent. So what we can do, self-isolation. Keeping, taking yourself out of the game, so to speak. Now, I know this was a big issue for a lot of people out there when they announced on March the 16th, particularly in my area, that they were going to be closing a lot of non-essential places. So you had such places such as like the gyms, um, spas, um, nail salons, hair salons, excuse me, um, places that, um, like movie theaters, uh, for a good example. There were, there were a lot of people that were kind of on the fence um, but as of right now, there have come mandates come down uh, province-wide as well as city-wide, um, federal and provincial, that are stating that certain places that are non-essential to life, such as hospitals, uh, medical areas, even elective things such as like your optometrist, or your dentist, or even chiropractors, even though those are essential, they're not seen as super, super essential. So those have had to shutter their doors, which means that if you have to self-isolate, self-contain, how are you going to go to work? Now, unless you work from online, um, unless you're able to, um, you know, kind of work remotely for, with your internet and, you know, your laptop or your cell phone or your, your computer, 
then you're kind of hooped. And so the government of Alberta, uh, where I'm at, they basically said that all employers would have to, uh, if I'm not mistaken, pay for two weeks wages until they could decide what to further do. And then a lot of people are just going to apply for unemployment insurance. And the thing with that is you do, you will get enough, you know, if you were working full time to kind of support you in this time period. And what they're saying might minimum, I'm hearing, you know, um, 12 weeks, uh, three, three months to, I'm hearing some people saying eight to nine. Um, I heard one um, report uh, that was on the CTV news when I checked out their website they said to fully eradicate this thing we need to be in isolation for 18 months so a year and a half which would bring us all the way to November of 2021 and so these are some sobering numbers that we're hearing um, coming out of I believe it is oh my gosh the Wall Street Journal stated that um, well, I read this on Twitter on Dan Larson's page for Toy Galaxy actually a guy that I follow he basically said um, the shit is not just only hit the fan it's hit the fan and it's going to destroy the fan it's going to destroy the plant that makes the fan and everybody in it it is going to be something that might bring us into not just a recession but a depression there's so many layers to this that i think one of the the best things that we all can do is look at the long game and forego our our comfort right now because it sucks to be in isolation um i haven't been at my day job in a week and a bit and um, you know what, there's only so much Netflix you can watch, you can only scrub the floors for so long before you start to lose it. Now, um, I, have, I have kids and they keep me, you know, entertained and, um, and you know, I got the, the jungle gym down here so I can work out. I've got a pretty, pretty good setup so I'm able to kind of relieve that stress and that pressure. And so as we cover this, um, I'm also going to be putting out some some podcasts and some videos about you know DIY sort of stuff for fitness stuff that doesn't cost a lot because there is some price gouging going on out there and like I said before we have the best and the worst coming out of people right we got people who are trying to run scams we got people who are trying to um, overcharge for certain things I know Amazon recently kicked people off of their site um, who were selling you know ridiculous inordinate amount of prices for uh, hand sanitizer and wipes and things of that nature um, actually, funny story, I was doing some cleaning and I found a, in the package, unopened, bit of hand sanitizer. And I, it was like gold. I couldn't believe it. It's like, it's like you're doing your laundry and you find 20 bucks, right? It was amazing. So, but anyways, back to preventative measures that we can take. Because like I said before, there's only so many things we could do. So first thing is be prepared. Um, do you have a, an emergency fund with your finances? Um, that's that's one of the things that can cause a lot of pressure and a lot of stress to people because you want to take care of your health But then you got the fact that I got a mortgage to pay. I got rent to pay. I got bills I got you know, I got debt. I got you know, my student loans. I've got all this other stuff So you want to get your financial house in order um, give a call to your bank Give a call to any of your lenders um, your credit card company things of that nature and try to work something out talk to them and a lot of the big banks in Canada in particular I don't know what they're doing in the States but in Canada right now they have said that there there are um, programs they could put you in that if you need to forego your mortgage for a court I think up to four months you can kind of put it on hold I don't know what the interest charges are going to be or if there's any penalties there but because these are extenuating circumstances and just out of the out of the norm um, we're going to see what happens with that. And there are a lot of people who might, you know, 
take that um, take that deal, right? Because um, talk to your talk to your providers of your electricity, your gas. Um, see where you can cut certain things. You know, um, I know for myself, I'm one of those you know guys who still has a landline. Might cut that off next month. You know, I, I got the Netflix. It's 14 bucks, but you cut that off, it adds up, right? And so, in this time period, you got to watch every dollar, every penny, and make sure that you are staying um, uh, on top of everything, right? Um, you might want to, um, I mean, if you're not going to work, you're not paying much for, for gas, so if you got two cars, you might want to take the insurance off of one. Um, maybe just get the fire insurance, park it up, you know? In times like this, it's very easy to um, see what things are essential and what things aren't, you know? And so it brings us into that light. Um, and then also if travel advice, um, follow the travel advice from federal and provincial or federal, if you're in the States or your state where it says, you know what, not all non-essential travel. If you don't need to leave the house, don't leave your house. Right. Um, if you are going to leave your house, um, make sure that you're heading out to get your supplies and everything else. Now, rest assured, you don't want to just you know order the mason jars start peeing in them eating snickers bars and bottled water and get the get the plywood put them up on your windows get the shotguns like you, you don't want to lose your you don't want to get crazy but what you want to do is make sure that if you are going out head out to nature you know go for a walk um while still maintaining i believe it's two meters or six feet distance away from people um, with the warm weather coming up, I mean, it's going to be even more tempting to go out and, you know, meet people, go to people's houses. Don't do that. Don't be, don't be one of those people. Um, they've, they've canceled schools. Um, I, I'm pretty sure people have seen the footage of those kids on, uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, for spring break. Um, the 21 year olds were partying were like, you know, they don't care if they get sick or whatever. They're going to party. They don't, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it's fun to kind of say you're going to do that and you want to um you know be tough and everything else but the fact is there are people dying out there and if you don't die from this you could spread it to somebody else and so this is one of those times where i believe it was spock said the um the uh the the wants of the the many out, outweigh the wants of the few or something like that you know for all you all you trekkie fans out there you you know what i'm talking about so so avoid all non-essential travel that includes cruise ships and the rest of it which uh, according to John Oliver, um, cruise ships are just floating toilets. Um, sorry if you like those things, but I mean, a after this, you, I, man, you'll be, I'll be caught dead before I go on one of those, which might actually happen if you go on one. Um, so like I said, you know, self-monitoring, self-isolating, practicing social distancing, and for the love of God, wash your damn hands, okay? Wash your nasty-ass hands. Like, this, this is stuff I'm teaching my daughter who is going through potty training right now. Like, wash your freaking hands. Uh, wear a mask if you are sick. Um, what the website says here is that um, wearing a mask will not um, do much except give you a false sense of security. But if you are sick, it can stop you from spreading it. So if you have to go out. Um, there's a big difference between advice to self-monitor and advice to self-isolate. Um, it is important to note these measures are in place to protect the health and safety of not just Canadians, but everyone, everyone around you, right? Um, yeah, and like I said, social distancing might mean that we got to avoid crowds not essential gatherings avoid common get greetings such as handshakes um me I've, I've, I've started doing the wakanda forever you know you cross your arms kind of show people okay wakanda forever you know that's so that's just me um 
But yeah, you want to limit limit your contact with people of higher risk, so older older adults and those in poor health. So I got a mom right now. Um, she's a little bit sick, and I was gonna go visit her last uh, last weekend or the weekend before. But you know what? When this news started to break, I said, you know what? Until things are better, I'm just gonna phone my dad, talk to my brother, and um, stay away. Um, hygiene, proper hygiene. Wash your hands. This is kind of cool because. Um, they said wash your hands for 20 seconds. What does that actually mean? I was talking to a friend of mine and we were just discussing how you can sing the chorus for, um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson from Outcast um, from their, um, I think it was 1999 or 2000 um, amazing album. Uh, was it The Love Below? I believe what it was called. Stank, um, no, speaker box and the love below. That's right. Double album. If, if you haven't heard it, you need to. And um, basically, if you sing that song, the um, the chorus for "Sorry, Miss Jackson," ooh, I am for real, never met. Well, anyways, if you sing that, that's equal to 20 seconds, right? Um, especially after using the washroom, preparing food, you want to use alcohol-based hand sanitizers if soap and water not available. So basically, if you're out and about, which you shouldn't be, but if you are and you have to you know there's no soap and water make sure you got some hand sanitizer on you um there's a few um recipes for making your own hand sanitizer um i've used rubbing alcohol um some water as well as some aloe vera gel so the stuff you find for when you get like um sunburns and stuff so i've used that and that's worked really well and then you know when you're out don't touch your eyes your nose and your mouth with unwashed hands um, and then clean highly touched surfaces frequently so um, you want to make you can use uh, regular household cleaners or diluted bleach which is one parts bleach to nine parts water and you want to spray and wipe down things such as toys toilets phones electronics door handles bedside tables television remotes things of that nature um, they talk about wearing masks how you can um, you know it can give you a false sense of security. However, if you are a healthcare provider, um, or if you are somebody that's feeling a little bit, you know, sick and coughing, even if it's not the actual virus, you know, it, it can stop the spread of it, right? But the most important thing you want to do is make sure that you are staying away from people, staying away from crowded areas. Um, that might include spiritual gatherings, theaters, sports arenas, festivals, and conferences, which have all been shut down anyway. So. If you're going out, it's kind of funny because um, now they're saying that people are trying to invite people over and there are people who, who aren't. I mean, this stuff just brings out the, the jackass in, in a lot of people. And it, just like when Trump was elected, it brings out that, you know, the person that you're like, wait, you voted for that guy? Okay, I got to rethink our whole friendship kind of thing. So anyways, um, like in any pandemic or epidemic or, or you know, panic sort of thing there's there's going to be people who will do things that are are just stupid right and just make you question okay why, why do i know you why are we friends but at the end of the day um the other thing you want to do is maintain your health all right it's the most important thing outside of our connection to our god or your higher being whichever you want to call it is without your health you got nothing and so what you want to do is create a schedule. If you're at home, put together a schedule. That's what I'm doing right now, actually. Um, so write it down and state, okay, this is the time I'm going to get up and maybe I'll meditate or pray. I will check 
um, your, you know, check your local listings or your news or whatever the case is once a day. Start with a reputable source like the World Health Organization or your um, country or your city or your provinces. Um, I guess you could say medical authorities. It could be um, your Surgeon General or things of that nature with the equivalent of that. And check their briefings just once a day to find out what areas are getting worse, getting better in your city where you live. Um, check the news for any sort of um, like sort of like eruptions that are, are happening as far as like you know the disease spreading more and more what's closed what's open and um, and then just leave it alone and this is the thing that I found really um, beneficial to me is that I'll check like you know these these websites um, like, like I said the Canadian.ca uh, website or uh, the World Health Organization and then maybe even my local like you know um, news and then that's it and then any other social media I'm looking on if I see anything with the coronavirus on it or whatever I just leave it alone because what it does is when you're constantly feeding this thing and feeding it it there's no way to actually ebb the flow of actually just letting go and being like oh, I can actually relax in my own skin and and just do do your due diligence the best you can and that's all you can do right you can follow the instructions stay far away from people only have to go out when you have to and and make sure that you are taking care of yourself and like like we're saying at the start of this a lot of gyms have closed if not all a good majority of them and if they haven't that's a gym you don't want to be a part of because they're putting profit over the health of their members um so yeah a lot of gyms closed and people are wondering how are we gonna you know make those gains or take care of ourselves um i've been an advocate for a home gym since i've owned a home I'm who's getting who the bank owns it I just rent it but still um, since we've had a home um, when I was growing up my dad bought me that old-school um, set that you got from Canadian Tire and it was the plastic weights which I still actually have actually they, they lasted pretty long but yeah I've got those plastic weights down here but you know I, I was able to put together I got a few a squat rack and a half rack and a punching bag and things of that nature so if you don't have that that's fine um, we're gonna put out some content about how to build you know get your workouts in and still maintain your health right um, one of the people that I work with um, she um, who I've been bugging to have her start her own podcast, actually. Um, she's been posting out a lot of content about going out and, and just being one with nature. Um, as of right now, you, the stuff that we didn't have time to do, you got the time now, right? I mean, used to spend 8 to 10 hours a day commuting back to work. Now you got the time. So pick up pick up a few books that you were meaning to read, you know. Um, write that letter. Start learning that language. There's so much stuff online that you could follow. Um, Health-wise, a lot of gyms and um, you know studios, yoga studios, things of that nature are putting out stuff for people to do online, online classes. Um, there's a ton of workouts you can find on YouTube. Um, if you do online training and online programming, which we we do here at Adult Fitness as well, there's stuff you can do there to still keep your 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 health up. Because the one thing we don't want to come out of this thing is fatter, more depressed. Um, you know, more stressed, higher blood pressure, higher levels of anxiety. Um, if we're going to fight this thing, we need to build up not only our bodies, but our immunities. And um, not only the things we consume as far as our diet, but the things we consume as our content and things of that nature. So 
Yeah, maintaining uh, a regular schedule. Um, heck, putting on deodorant, for crying out loud. I mean, I, w- I was at my computer desk, and I was smelling something. I was like, what the hell is that smell? I was like, oh, damn, it's me. Like, you, you, you fall out of sync with your regular routine, and it could be just really shocking how quick the you know the, the rails can fall off so you want to make sure that you're keeping a regular schedule and um, getting getting your water and doing things to build your immunity so you know making sure that you know whatever run you have to make to the grocery store or whatever else okay cool pick up enough if if, if you can find it in your area um, you know enough fruits and vegetables to last for a week right um, you know maybe pick up a little bit extra if you got a deep freezer put them in there um, stuff could last for a good month, months or so, and you know, get enough so that you don't have to leave your house outside of medical stuff for, you know, or the area that you're you're in to, to go to an area that's a little bit crowded for like you know two weeks or so, maybe even a little bit more, maybe two to three. Um, but yeah, you know, start meditating, start um, doing some reading. Uh, Wim Hof has a, has a has a lot of good stuff on his YouTube channel that talks about. Uh, maintaining uh, the deep breath and you know um, uh, meditating and, and, and Russell Brand he has a, a great YouTube channel as well so um, there's a lot of resources out there um, we just have to look um, and like I said if Netflix in it up playing video games keeps your mind off of it that's cool but also get up and move you know if you're watching TV every commercial like who has commercials right I mean but still um, every commercial do 25 jumping jacks or every every time like you're if you're binge watching a show after every episode pause it do 25 push-ups 25 sit-ups 25 air squats like you know to get a really good workout you need no equipment just gravity a floor and your own body weight and you could do a multitude of things right and if you have a few dumbbells kicking around a kettlebell oh you can go to town but all that to say, this thing is not going to end anytime soon. We are not out of the woods yet. Um, I have my predictions, um, what I think, but I think outside of the, 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 the lack of just reputable information coming out there is that I'm hearing this information from people who are hearing it from people who are qualified, right? We're all getting second to third hand information unless you are on the ground working with people. And to that I say spread um, just just spread positivity it's not like we're sticking our heads in the sand I mean it's looking bleak um, I believe the the death toll that was coming out of Italy was so staggering I saw a picture of a, of a, of a doctor just slumped over on a on a wall and they, they he said they just stopped counting the dead um, it's just depressing and when I heard that I just I, I gosh I was like oh my goodness okay well I need to unplug from all of this and you know it's okay to laugh like if you want some escapism as long as it's helpful and not hurting other people by all means you know um, I gotta be mindful of how I speak about this in front of my kids um, particularly the three-year-old because you know you don't want them to start absorbing that sort of energy and that sort of frequency if you would and thinking that things are gonna are worse than they are you know um spring is right around the corner and so i think that with that we're gonna see more people you know spirits start to lift a little bit but if, if you need to to reach out to people um do that you know call your friends and family um talk to your loved ones um reach out to 
um, people because this can be very overwhelming. I don't think in North America we have seen anything like this for a very, very long time. Um, I equate this to almost kind of what happens when a war is taking place where you, you just don't know who could hurt you, when they could hurt you, how they could hurt you. The only thing you know is that if you slip up, you could die. And that is a very sobering thing to come to grips with in today's society where we are so hyper-connected, where we are so full of, be it, albeit ourselves, that we have to, it, like, it, it's kind of funny the fact that your behavior can affect someone else. Like, who would have thunk it, right? Like you, you, And so now we have a, uh, a society that is so self-centered and we have to pull our heads out of our asses and come together. Right, and it sounds corny as heck, but if we don't do it, this is, I mean, like I said, you, you don't want to go down that path, right? You don't want to go to that area where you are, you know, the person drinking your own urine and eating Snickers bars and stuff like that. Although the Snickers bars probably wouldn't be bad, but the urine part, you, you don't want to go there, right? And so, um, you know, we just got to look out for one another, look out for each other, stay as healthy as humanly possible. It's very easy to fall into. A Netflix coma or into a you know a Facebook wormhole but um, like I believe it was oh my goodness she is a talk show host and she said I, I don't have her name but she said something that really resonated with me where she stated that we have to be adults and parent ourselves and that is a very frightening task for a lot of people out there if you saw those Fort Lauderdale students who were um, living their best life so to speak um, I don't know if the kids still say YOLO Phoenix, do they still say yellow? Phoenix doesn't care. Phoenix, I, I wish I could live like my cat, just sleeping. Having a good time. As long as the treats keep coming, the litter box is clean, you are good. But anyhow, um, all that to say, you know what, just be good to one another out there. Um, you know, you can, we can do a lot of things with this pandemic and it can be the best thing to ever happen to us and by no means by me saying that, it, am I trying to make light of the people who've passed away and the people who are suffering um, the many people who are afraid for their livelihood, for the roof over their heads, the food that's coming on their plate. But we can, um, the one thing that we have control over, and I was listening to Tony Robbins talk about this in his um, tape, Unleash the Power Within, that was recorded in 1996, I believe, right after the Atlanta Olympics, where um, there was a gentleman by the name of Jerry Caulfield. He was shot down in Vietnam with three other people, um, and his his plane was shot down with, with two other guys and they, they were held there for seven years. And in that seven year period, um, he was beaten, he was tortured, he was abused. He was given, I, I think it was a, a small cell about the size of maybe a bathtub. And he states that was the most powerful experience of his life. He wouldn't trade it for anything. Now you gotta think that guy is it's off his rocker, what the heck? And But he said he was able to become stronger mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, just doing push-ups and pull-ups and whatever he could do, and psychologically. And if he could come out of that by defining what things mean and saying to himself that he has the right to feel how he wants to feel regardless of what the media or social media or television or radio is telling him, um, we, we have that power too. And all we have to do is utilize it. Now, by no means am I saying this is an easy thing. It's something that you have to work up to. But <clears throat> take the steps now, you know. Make a schedule. 
do one thing a day to um, better the situation you're in. It could be, you know what, I'm going to call everybody I've been meeting to call. Or I'm going to take 20 minutes of mindful breathing. Just 20. Start with that. I'm going to unplug from TV. Or I'm going to kick all the phones out of my room. Or I'm going to read a book. Just one thing. And I'm going to practice some deep meditative breathing. Something to calm me down. But whatever you do, try to make it into something that you can bring into a practice. You know, and... Like I said before, um, you know, the world will keep spinning. We will get through this. We will get around it, over it. There will be a vaccine, but it will take time. It's not going to happen overnight. And so I think one of the things you want to do is maintain a, an attitude of kind of like a scientist, like my friend Alia says, where you are looking at things from fact, not from fiction, and not from fear. But you're looking at it as things that, okay, what is... This, this scientist is claiming that this is, you know, something that's going to stop the virus. Okay, well, obviously to make those claims, they've had to have other people maybe refute those claims. So is it peer-reviewed? Is it oh, one of those white papers that we see on those, you know, those websites for um, medical journals and things of that nature? Or is it just somebody spouting something, trying to sell something? And we're seeing a lot of that with people like Dr. Oz and Donald Trump and, um, you know, just people are trying to make a buck off of this, right? And I, I, I think those people are the worst of, of humanity. They are the undercarriage underneath a rhino's balls. I'm sorry, they are the schmegma, if you would. That's still a word, right? Is that a word, Phoenix? Those people are the worst, and we need to stay away from those people and those sort of influences. And so, like I said before, um, we're going to get through this. It's going to be a rough haul. But do your best to be, you know, that change that you want to see, as it were, as corny as that is. And we're going to make it through this, you know. Um, but anyways, um, like I was saying before, um, you can find The Adult Fitness on any and all platforms out there from iTunes to Stitcher to Google Play. Um, just want to let you know that we are going to have um, some more episodes uh, from the vegan series that we had last month. Um, also, for the series of uh, legends and things of that nature, where we're going to be talking about people in the fitness world. Um, but yeah, just to keep this thing rolling, to keep positivity out there. Just be good to each other out there. Um, stay safe. Wash your hands. You know, heck, wash, wash everything. I mean, scrub it all down. My gosh. But uh, yeah, until we talk again, I want you guys to stay fit. Have fun out there. Take care.